This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's tonight's show. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Celtics regular season is here. The Celtics won 108-104. We're going to dive in today's game, same as we always do with the post-game podcast here. Going to run through player of the game, some of the highs, some of the lows. But to get things started here, got to give player of the game to Kristaps Porzingis. This was such an easy decision, and it started right from the jump in this one. Kristaps Porzingis in that first quarter, 15 points, absolutely doing everything, absolutely everything. You look at the pick-and-pop game between him and Jalen, him and Jason Tatum early, it was unbelievable. Really solid performance from him. He ended the game 30 points, 8 rebounds, 4 blocks on 8 of 15 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, and 9 of 10 from the free throw line. He went, like I said, 15 points in that first quarter. Second quarter, third quarter, didn't really do too much. Didn't didn't score a single point in the second quarter. Didn't score, had 3 points in the third, but absolutely exploded in the fourth quarter when the Celtics needed it most. There was a point in this game, Jason Tatum hits two free throws to go up by one. And we'll talk about this in the negative, but bad turnovers, bad play on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's behalf, uh, frankly. But Kristaps Porzingis in the last three minutes of this game had six free throws, six free throws made, six of six, and a three. So nine points in the final minutes uh, that really helped push the Celtics over the edge here. This is the most points scored in a Celtics debut after a trade. Uh, truly just unbelievable game from Porzingis. And a lot of it, you look at the way that he is playing with these guys. And Jalen Brown, we'll talk about him in this one. Not a phenomenal game. Uh, however, did lead the team in assists. The pick-and-pop game, the pick-and-roll game between Jalen Brown and Porzingis in this game, fantastic. Fantastic. Overall, Jalen Brown, this was one of his worst games. Not going to sit here, sugarcoat that. It is nice seeing him have five assists. Did have two turnovers. They were both late. Right? Jason Tatum, four turnovers. Had two times the amount of turnovers that Jalen Brown does. But everyone still wants to say Jalen turnover Brown. It is what it is. Right? Some people just don't like Jalen. I get it. Well, actually, I don't get it, but here we are anyway. Uh, At this point, though, Porzingis, he is the star of the game. Like, if you look at the way that he played 12 points in that fourth quarter, again, nine of them down the stretch when the Celtics needed it most, truly, like, just a great overall performance. Uh, But he wasn't alone in this one. I did talk about Jason Tatum's four turnovers. His game today was one of the best that we've seen in a very long time from him, too. Outside of the turnovers, you look, 34 points, 11 rebounds, led the team in scoring, led the team in rebounds, uh, led the team with two steals, also added in a block and and four assists. Played 39 minutes in this one, 13 of 22 from the field, got to the free throw line, five of six from the stripe. Like, this was overall... A really, really good performance for Jason Tatum. And part of the game that I absolutely loved from him 
was his physicality. We saw it a lot a lot during preseason with Jason Tatum, where he was backing guys down. We've seen a lot of clips of him working with Sam Cassell, getting down into the post, and we saw that a lot tonight. A huge storyline this preseason was Jason Tatum putting on 12 pounds in the offseason, and every single one of those 12 pounds went to work in this game. He was backing guys down. He was backing Randall down, but he was finding guys on mismatches and just getting to the rack. And if you compare this season to last season, we did not see a lot of that. We didn't see Jason Tatum trying to post guys up occasionally, maybe once a game. It must have happened five, six times in this one where he was just dominating guys down low. And obviously we know he's a good rebounder. I feel like that's even taken it to a new level this year. I know this is going to sound like a, an overreaction, but Jason Tatum seems like he's taken a huge step forward. And if that's the case, that is scary for the rest of the NBA. And this truly could be that MVP season for him. You know, at the end of the day, I think everybody in the Celtics organization has made it very clear that the only focus is on Banner 18. But some of those individual accolades are still exciting to celebrate. And Jason Tatum, after today's performance, is setting himself up for it. Uh, so really just overall fun game from him and Porzingis in this one. Uh, but again, we had another guy start today, Drew Holiday. Nine points. Again, wasn't a wasn't his best performance. Nine points, four rebounds, two assists, no steals. Did have three blocks, though. And that was one thing, honestly, the Celtics as a whole did a very good job with. They ended the game six block, uh, six steals, 11 blocks. So really just like monster game defensively. The only quarter that really just wasn't great for the Celtics was that fourth. You know, 28 points in the second, not ideal, right? 27, fine. 31 in the fourth, not great. Uh, but again, because of that 30 to 18 first quarter, it gives the Celtics a little bit of flexibility. Now, this game was far from perfect, but again, you still had some guys step up and hit some big shots. Al Horford in this one, eight points, uh, played 26 minutes. This was very similar to some of the preseason game number three, I believe it was, uh, where the Celtics pretty much rolled with an eight-man lineup. We did see Cornette get eight minutes in this one, Pritchard, 11 minutes. We'll talk about him in a little bit. 14 minutes for Hauser. That's it. You ran a lot of the starters, big minutes in this one. Tatum, 39. Porzingis, 38. Brown, 38. Holiday, 35. Dark White, 32. So I don't like seeing all of those numbers super high like that. I do like seeing Al Horford at 26. Uh, but you'd like to see, you know, Porzingis' numbers down a little bit. And possibly some more minutes for Pritchard and Hauser and just going smaller and not going double bigs. We saw a double big tonight with Porzingis and Cornette and with Horford and Cornette at, at different points of this game. I don't really know that you need to do that. Uh, but outside of you know Tatum and Porzingis, you look at Al Horford's game today. He didn't really do much except for the third quarter. He had back-to-back -back threes. Uh, monster corner three from Cornette after JB was double. JB, nice pass out of a double team. 
uh, but then another transition three from JB. So both of them more or less coming from JB, uh, but Horford, two huge, huge threes when the Knicks were really going on a massive run. The part that's frustrating with this game is the Celtics got out to such a hot start. They were up 30 to 18 at the end of the first. And frankly, they were switching everything, one through four. Porzingis was basically staying by the rim the entire first quarter. The Celtics pushing the ball in transition, getting out. And frankly, <laughs> it worked really well. And then second quarter comes for whatever reason. I feel like this happened a lot last year too. They stopped pushing the pace. I didn't like it, right? But there were a lot of guys overall in this one throughout the game played a very strong defensive game. Uh, and I think that's where the Celtics want to hang their hats this year. They've talked about it a bunch. And from the start of this, it kind of looks like it's possible. You know, the New York Knicks give them all the credit in the world. Like they made this a game. But they shot 18 of 41 from three. They shot 44% from three. You know, if it wasn't for horrible free throw shooting, 14 of 26, you can thank a large part of that to Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. Uh, they just, they should have won this game. The Knicks. The Celtics came out super hot and then they just fell flat. They didn't do what they needed to do the rest of the game. And after a lot of last season, that can be frustrating. Uh, but I want to touch on a couple other positives before we dive into all of that. Uh, Derek White was another big positive in this one. You know, this isn't a, a crazy Derek White game, but 12 points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, had his daily block. Uh, Peyton Pritchard didn't play a ton in this one. 11 minutes, four points. However, two of those points put the Celtics up four with 10 seconds left, iced the game. And in that final inbounds play, when Jason Tatum struggling to get the ball in, nobody could get open. It's not on Jason Tatum. I'm not blaming him. Uh, Peyton Pritchard ran pretty much all the way down to the opposite basket, ran all the way back and found himself open, wasted another second and ended up getting fouled, hit both of the free throws, nothing but net. Ice in his veins. So Peyton Pritchard, while he didn't have a phenomenal game outside of that, hit two huge free throws when it counted most. So again, this was not a perfect game. Opening night, you wanted the vibes to be high. They came out, looked like an unstoppable force, looked like they were going to go 82-0. and which, again, obviously is never going to happen in the history of the NBA. But they looked so good on both sides of the ball. And it just kind of fell short. Second and third quarter, not great. You know, Celtics saw multiple, like, double-digit leads dwindle down to four in the second in the, and the third. And in the fourth quarter, we saw that lead slip away completely. We saw New York take a lead. And I want to talk about why, right? Before we dive into some of the negatives here, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. 
We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, so want to talk about why the Celtics relinquish this lead here. I already talked about how the Celtics built it up. They played phenomenal defense. The shots were falling on offense. They were pushing the pace. They let their defense translate into offense. And a big part of that kind of fell out the window in the second, third, and fourth quarter. But if you look at the way that the Celtics were shooting, we were 6 of 14 from three uh, after the first quarter. That is not how it ended up. Like we were 12 of 39 the rest of the way. So if you if you just do some math here, that is 6 of what did I say? 6 of 14, so 6 of 25 the remaining second, third and fourth quarters. This is a team and we've talked about it all preseason. This is a team 1 through 9, 1 through 8 can stretch the floor and shoot from beyond the arc. Nobody was doing it. Nobody was doing it. I mean, give credit where credit is due. Porzingis shot really well, five of nine from three. But outside of him, three of eight from Tatum, not great. Jalen Brown, 0 for 4. But the two guys that really frustrate me in this loss, Sam Hauser and Peyton Pritchard. And I'm not saying that's they're the reason that the Celtics relinquished the lead. The reason that the Celtics relinquished the lead is because they stopped pushing the pace and they stopped working the ball around as much. But when you have guys like Sam Hauser and Peyton Pritchard, whose sole job is to go out there and hit open threes, and they're not doing that, that's an issue. Jalen Brown, I already talked about him. Five assists in this one. Should have had 10. He hit Sam Hauser twice. Peyton Pritchard once, they both missed all three of those shots. 
wide open, wide open. The amount of open shots this team is going to see this year is incredible because they have so many guys that that can create offense. So when you have guys like Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard, who are not known for their defense, right? They're there strictly to shoot. They need to hit those shots. And frankly, they didn't tonight. And that hurts. If you look at the set, like we scored 108 points in this game, 12 points from the bench, 12. You've got quickly had 24. Hartenstein and Hart had another 14 combined. So it's just not even remotely close. And listen, we know everybody, every Celtics fan knows that the Celtics one through six, probably the best one through six in the entire NBA. Past that, bench is kind of shaky, right? But in this preseason, you saw a lot from guys like Pritchard. And you saw a lot from guys like, although Hauser probably didn't show a ton in preseason, but you know what he can give you because he gave it to you last season. So you have guys that are capable of going out and hitting shots. They just didn't do it tonight. And you need to do it. You need to see more of it. Um, listen, I, I've already got a couple comments in here talking about the Jalen Brown hate train. We're in game one of the regular season, guys. I'm not, I'm not doing this the rest of the season. Really not. There is few things that just piss me off more than someone just bashing someone on the team. And it doesn't even need to be Jalen Brown. There are people that have bashed Jason Tatum after bad games. Bad games happen, right? Jalen Brown, two turnovers. They were not good. And then he fouled uh, Quentin Grimes on an and one three at the end of the game. They were bad. The four minutes left led to a Randall three, and then he fouled Grimes on a three immediately after and put the Knicks in a really good spot. They were up six at that point. Jason Tatum literally just hit free throws, put the Celtics up one. Then you've got Jalen Brown. Horrible turnover. Tried to find Drew Holiday under the basket, but threw it right into the arms of Jalen Brunson. Led to a transition three for Julius Randle. Celtics turned the ball over right after that. And then you've got JB like running into Quentin Grimes. And one. So that right there, like that was a huge turning point for the Celtics this game. Luckily, Porzingod, that's his new nickname apparently everywhere. Porzingod came to the rescue. Right? Again, guys, this is not a, it wasn't a great win by any means. Any stretch of the matter, this is not a great win. However, at the end of the regular season, when we're 82 games into it, nobody's going to care. One of my favorite movie franchises, Fast and Furious, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, a win's a win. And at the end of the day, this goes down as a win. The Celtics are undefeated. And I know undefeated at 1-0 and means absolutely nothing, but this is a sign for things to come. The Celtics still have some things to improve on. But when you look at this game as a whole, a couple big takeaways, you're going to get a lot of open shots if you're the Celtics team, and they have a lot of really good shooters. Hauser, Pritchard, really good shooters. Did they shoot like it tonight? No. Right? Jalen Brown, very good shooter. Did he shoot like it tonight? No. 
Jason Tatum didn't really shoot well from three. Drew Holiday, 38% three-point shooter, one for five tonight. Derek White, pretty much 38% three-point shooter as well, one for three tonight. Nobody on the Celtics shot well, but they pulled out a win. Why? The defense was great, right? This goes back to those EMA days where the Celtics really had the ability to smother people on the defensive end. We saw it a lot in that first quarter. It fizzled out, right? But you can see a lot of potential with this team. Remember, with the way that the Celtics preseason schedule went, there, was no, there were not a lot of minutes that went around with this starting five, right? There is still going to be growing pains. And I'm not using that as an excuse for them playing poorly, but what I'm saying is right now is not the best basketball that we're going to see this season. The Celtics will continue to improve. And I think that's a, a pretty big positive and the right, like step in the right direction for the Celtics team. Uh, but that is where we're going to wrap things up. Fun game. Tough to watch at times when the Celtics were just giving up massive leads. Uh, however, they pulled it off. And that's all that matters. So that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. More importantly, make sure to rate, review, and share the podcast. Any other Celtics fans you might know, tell them to give me a listen. Uh, but have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?